Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode two of the Around the Diamond podcast. I'm Evan Bolliger here with Sam Edwards. We're going to be talking baseball again. It's been a pretty slow off season, but I think we're going to have some fun with it. Let's get right into things. We got first base. Got some news and notes around the league. Got Manny Machado and Bryce Harper still unsigned, as is Craig Kimball. You know, the Phillies, the Padres, both in the mix for Machado and Harper. But the Dodgers want Bryce. The Yankees kind of pulling away, but they want both. And you got just a bunch of random teams all in the mix, but no one making a real offer. And lastly, you got JT Romuto, who is arguably the best catcher in baseball, and he has the Reds and Padres and Dodgers very interested. A lot of trade discussions going on this week. Yeah. Um, so what do you? Where do you think uh, Real Muto is going? I, I'm thinking. I mean, Dodgers have Dodgers got Russell Martin, and that's it. What, they need a catcher. Austin Barnes, who's better than Martin, in my opinion. But uh, that's true. I do think the Reds are going to be the most aggressive. Padres have the most to give, but the question is, will they give up mm-hmm. those prospects that they hold near and dear? Yeah. I think if anywhere, you go into Cincinnati. I'll agree with that because Cincinnati has definitely done the most to upgrade their team so far, mm-hmm. with a lot of pitching upgrades. Um, you got Puig and Kemp, you know, as we talked about last podcast, if you heard it. Got Alex yeah. Wood and Sonny Gray and Roark and the rotation. Yep. yep. Making a lot of upgrades. Yeah. They're a little more active in the Padres. All right, getting into second base, we got a little bit of debate about second base. Going over our top ten second basemen of, of last season and going into this season. Sam, who you got at number one? Number one was actually harder than what you'd normally think. Um, I have Altuve, Jose Altuve, number one. He... Didn't have his normal amazing season, but he still had a very solid season. Not as much power. 13 homers, 61 RBIs, um, 17 stolen bases, so he still got the speed. And he can still hit 316 average, um, 386 uh, or 388 on base, which is a little bit lower than I feel like he normally has. Especially what he had last season, the year before this season, um, which was over 400 on base, um, where he was amazing. Who do you got, number one? I also have Altuve. I think that he did have a down year, but he was playing hurt a lot of the year. You could tell his knee was bothering him a ton. That's true. And he still went healthy, by far the best in the game, in my opinion. So I had to have him number one ahead of uh, my number two, Javi Baez, who was absolutely electric this year. He was in the NL MVP discussion. Mm. He had 290, 34 homers, over 100 runs and RBIs. And uh, he slugged 554, 21 steals. He does it all. He's one of the most exciting to watch players in the league. And you, you can't not have him in your top three. Definitely agree. Javi Baez is my number two. Um, I agree with everything you said. His defense is fairly average. Nothing like... It's a little overrated because of the amazing plays he can make. Yep. Similar yep. to Derek Jeter. Which, by the way, if you guys have a chance, check out some highlights from Javi Baez. You'll probably fall in love anyways <laughs> um number three i got scooter Jeanette. 
I I like Scooter a lot. He's one of my favorite players to watch yeah. at, as far as second basemen go. Mm-hmm. But I think Whit Merrifield put together a much Ooh. better season. And I think that Whit Merrifield will continue to put together better better seasons. He hit 304, mm-hmm. 12 homers, which is a little low, but 88 runs, 45 steals, 438 slugging percentage, 367 on base. And he's a very versatile guy. He can play all over for the Royals. Mm-hmm. Um I just think that those steals and getting on base a ton put him slightly above Scooter for me. Okay. Um, I disagree, obviously. Scooter Jeanette had a higher average. He had a lower on base percentage. Very slightly. Very slightly, and it was a very slightly lower on base percentage. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, Whit Merrifield beat him slightly with that. It's a solid 52 points of slugging. It is. And he did hit... 11 almost, more home runs. Almost double. But, I 92 mean, RBIs over 60? 41 more steals. He did. 41. He's a much better base runner. Yeah, and I think he's it, a better I, defender as well. Okay. I can I can hand you the defense. <laughs> but, and the steals. Obviously the steals. But I'll... 45 to 4. Give me, give me homers over, over steals. I love speedsters, but... I think Merrifield will have more power, and Jeanette will I, have about yeah. the same. Yep, I think I think he's growing into forward. his body. You know, he's a young whippersnapper. Um, <laughs> um, all right. I do have Jeanette as my four. Okay. Uh, I'm so we just switched we them. Just swapped yep, three we just swapped them. Okay. Number five, I've got Glaber Torres. Mm-hmm. He had a 480 slugging percentage, mm-hmm. only six steals, but hit 24 home runs out of mostly the nine spot for the Yankees, which That's is pretty true. terrifying. Yeah. Uh, still in the ninth spot, had 77 ribbies, 54 runs, um, and plays at least average defense. Yeah, he's very decent. He's he's my number five as well. Um, yeah, no, decent player, decent player. I kind of scary. That's coming out of the ninth <laughs> spot from the Yankees. We'll we'll see what the Red Sox do. Um, anyways, number six, I got Jed Lowry. So do I. All right. Well, I mean, this is this is easy. <laughs> it's just Jed Lowry, dude. 23 bombs, 99 RBIs, very decent season. He's older too. How old is he? He's an old guy. He was a it was 34. Him and, him maybe? and Nick It was just kind of That's like true. Rebound a seasons, random yeah. resurgence of the old guys. And who knows how long? Like, I'm not gonna bet on Jed Lowry, but the Mets will. The, the Mets <laughs> are betting on Jed Lowry, but you because know. he's a huge upgrade over what they had. Right. Even if they're playing him at third over Todd Frazier, he's He's a very reliable hitter. He's a smart hitter, and he's above all consistent. Yep, got a nice swing. Um, number seven, I got Ozzy Albies. As do I. Alrighty, this is going great. Four fifty-two slugging. Four fifty-two, fourteen stolen bases, which is decent. Especially when you add that on the power, he had twenty-four. Twenty-four bombs, bombs. which I think was a little bit of a flash in the pan. I don't think he's oh, okay. going to hit that many homers every year. I think he's going to be closer to 50, between 15 and 20 mm-hmm. than 20, 25, 30. Mm-hmm. But he's very good, very young, and the Braves are going to be happy to build around him and Cunha. Yeah. The the name itself, Ozzy Albies, so it, it really, um, yeah, I heard a lot about him. And as soon as you looked at the stats, the one thing that jumped out to me was the 305 on base percentage. Mm-hmm. It's fairly low. It's not great. Not great. So I feel like the stolen bases will he, also go he down. He definitely was what he had a hot start and then went into a slump. So we'll see if he has a sophomore slump, as you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we'll see, but I think he'll have a great career. Um, 
not like a Hall of Famer, but I think he'll get into a couple All-Star games and be a solid player for the rest of his career. I agree. Um, number eight. Who you got number eight? I had Joey Wendell originally, but looking at it again, I'm swapping him with DJ LeMayhew. Because as awesome as Wendell was last year, only seven homers and a 435 slugging. He did steal 16 bases, had almost equal 61 RBI, 62 runs. Uh, great player. He's good defensively. He can move around, and he's another good young player for the Rays. But looking at LeMayhew, I mean, you got a kind of bad average for him, 276 at course. Mm -hmm. He was banged up this year as well, but the 15 homers, 428 slugging, 90 runs again, even with missing time, mm. uh, and he won the Gold Glove for the National League. So I had to switch him with Wendell. So I have Wendell at eight. Um, I the only thing, yep, the the Gold Glove with DJ is is big. I think mm -hmm. um, second baseman is you know they call it the Keystone for a reason. Um, but the homers is all I can see that that can really be given in DJ's favor besides the defense. I don't know how good Joey Wendell was at defense. 90 runs compared to 62. Okay, all right, you got that. And then um, 62 compared to 61 RBI. Yep. He's So really you're just going off of uh, your slugging and on, on base. The stat line is... And the slugging is pretty much identical. You're right, it's almost identical, but... So you, that tells you something, because DJ was playing in Coors Field. He was. Let that sink in. He was. <laughs> It, and so, I don't know. I think Joey Wendell's better. I, I think, think it's really be close. Better. And like I said, I originally had Wendell, yep, but yep. looking at it again, I've got LeMahieu 8, Wendell 9. Mm -hmm. Did you swap them 8 and 9? I, I have DJ LeMahieu number 9. Um, I I just, yeah, Joey Wendell I think has a better stat line. I think he'll be better going forward, better average, better on base, better slugging percentage. And LeMahieu's home runs are going to go up a decent amount. He's moving to Yankee Stadium. Yankee Stadium is, a, I think, a better homer homer park than Coors Field. I think it's Coors the Field, easiest to hit a home run in, in the MLB. It's true. A true Little League field <laughs> in the major leagues. It's amazing. Um, I don't think his homers will go up. I think they're going to stay. I think he'll, if he's if he's starting regularly, which he should with Didi having Tommy John. You also got uh, Troy Tulowinski. Tulo is, Tulo's dumb. He's out <laughs> of his prime. LeMahieu's much better at this point. They said he was their starting shortstop. Well, they hopefully were wrong about that. Well, DJ, if DJ gets the playing time he deserves, I think he's hitting 20. I just think with their depth, I don't think he's going to get the chance. Maybe not, but we'll see. So, so you, you, got Joey, to... you got Joey Wendell 9, right? Yes. Okay. Number 10? Number 10. Number 10, I ran through a lot of players. I, I did too. looked at a lot of players, so it, it's I could go either way at this point, but and I think we're going to disagree, but... I have Rugned Odor. Oof. I'll give you Odor has a lot better stats than my guy. He's got the homers, he's got the stolen bases. Yep, Daniel, Daniel Murphy, Murphy did miss about half a year, though. I'm So his yep. numbers are a bit skewed, but just looking at his the averaged stats, I mean, he's got a 454 slugging, which is 30 points higher than Odor's. Odor got on base 326. Murphy 336, which is slight but better. Mm -hmm. And then the average, I mean, 299 for Murphy, and Odor hit 253. So I'll, I'll for give those you that. for that, I I understand he missed time. What are his RBIs and that's homers? Cool. He missed time and still oh, okay. hit 42 RBI, 40 runs, which 
isn't that much lower than Odor's. It's lower by a decent amount, but yeah. If Odor you, also if you, multi, if you went hits per nine or RBIs per nine or something oh, yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. Murphy's probably better. I can agree with that, and I think and Murphy is a liability defensively, but Odor's yeah. not a superstar defensively. He actually had better defensive statistics. I'm than sure I he thought did. he did, uh, but but he's not gonna win a Gold Glove. No, he's not. He's not going to win a gold glove, especially with the Rangers. They're so buried and everything. I think That's they true. should... I don't know what the Rangers are doing. Anyways, uh, moving on. All right, now, uh, moving into the NL West predictions for this season. You Third know, base? Just like the NL East, a lot could change here. you got a lot of possible moves. Dodgers and Padres still looking to make some splashes. Yep. The Rockies seem like they're done. Diamondbacks are kind of taking a step back, and... Giants, hopefully, are just focusing on a rebuild. Bury them! <laughs> but let's get into it. Let's see who you got number one. All right, number one, I got, obviously, the Giants. No, the Dodgers. I got jo- Dodgers number one. Um, fairly easy move. They just went to the World Series. Yes, they're losing Grand Dahl. Two years straight, too, and they lost two years straight. But I think I think they're still going to be at the top of the division. They're losing Grand Dahl, and they're losing Machado. So far, we do, they, could, they could still get Machado, but yeah, they're losing Kevin Puig. Puig they got uh, A.J. Pollock, um, who's going to be a decent uh, center fielder for them. And they also got Corey Seager, their star shortstop, who I think could have a better season than Machado. Who yeah, you got number one? I agree with you that the Dodgers number one. I think by far they have the best uh, rotation, mm-hmm. and I think they have the best lineup as well, and they're the deepest team in the division. They really have it all. Yeah. Um, and another another important acquisition for them, I think, is when you looked at their bullpen in October, it it struggled, and they got one of my favorite dudes, the maniac Joe Kelly. Hurts to see him go, but I think he'll be important for the Dodgers, and I think they'll win the division again and probably get to another NLCS. I can agree there. What do you got, number two? Number two, I have the Rockies. They lost LeMayhew. But you got Kyle Freeland emerging, Ryan McMahon hopefully getting more time. Maybe he'll pan out. Mm. Uh, Brandon Rogers possibly coming up. Maybe mm-hmm. they'll have him at second. Yep. But they did sign Daniel Murphy. You don't really know what they want from him yet. Maybe he moves to first. But you still got the stars. You got Story, Arenado, Blackman, uh, Freeland. You got Wade Davis closing still. He'll have 30-plus saves. Um, they're a good team, but they're not. they're not quite there yet for me. And David Dahl will continue to tantalize us with amazing statistics for like 50 games, and then he'll go out with a pinky injury. Anyway, it's because I can't I can't really remember if it's righties or lefties, but his splits are you got one where he's hitting amazing, and the other he can't hit for his life, just yep. like a lot of guys. So yep. he's a lefty hitter, so, so I'm guessing he kind of he seems like he's destined to be platooned. Um, and if we'll, so, I mean, he could still be a decent player. For hopefully, like, he can break through. Yeah, but we'll see. I would like to see number that. three. I've got the Diamondbacks. They took a big step back. They big trade step. Paul Goldschmidt. Yep. But I think they got a pretty good return for a guy with only another season left. I mean, Luke Weaver and Carson Kelly are pretty highly regarded young players, yeah. prospects, whatever you want to call them. High ceiling. They, they have a lot of potential. So hopefully you see that Weaver um, work in well with the rotation of Ray, Godley, and Granke. Um, their bullpen got a little bit worse. Um, they designate Boxberger for assignment and I think they lost a couple to free agency but Archie Bradley should be the closer I think yeah uh he'll be decent they've got David Peralta Jake Lamb coming back uh 
But yeah, it's just going to be a kind of mess season for them, I think. Yep, they still got they still got the stars. You got, you got David Peralta, you got Jake Lamb. You know, you still have some stars there, but it's they're they're kind of just good players and they're not great players. Yeah. And they traded their great player Paul Goldschmidt, and but lost they did Patrick Corbin in free agency. That's true to a big deal of the Nationals. Um, who you got number four? Number four is where we got a disagreement. Uh, I've got the San Francisco Giants. I think their lineup has huge holes in the outfield, but them and the Padres, their holes should be at least temporarily filled with some stopgap free agents. So we're not really looking at the, the final roster right now, but as of right now, I think the Giants have the better bullpen, have a much, much better rotation. They got the stars in Mad Bum and Derek Rodriguez. You know, you don't know what you're going to get out of Derek Holland and Johnny Cueto, but I think they're better enough to go with that lineup and at least beat the Padres. So I disagree. Um, I The Padres, so if you look at it right now, I think the Giants have a better rotation. I don't know about the bullpen. I still like the Padres' bullpen, um, and I like their offense much better, um, the Padres. Um, so I put the Padres fourth, and I got the Giants fifth. I just don't, I, I don't know. The Padres The Padres have a lot of young players, and I think they're just going to get better, and I'm, I'm banking on that potential at this point. Yeah, I think that, I mean, you got Fernando Tatis Jr., Cosmer, Will Myers, and hopefully Francisco Mejia comes up, but I don't know, their rotation, most people couldn't name you a single Padres starter. I think the rotation is going to lose games for them and not give their bullpen a chance, and they're going to come in last in the division this year, and in the future, they'll climb to the top with those top prospects. I can agree with that. All right, final base. We're heading home. Got some questions from our very few listeners. Five and a half, to be exact, from what I remember. Uh, first question, where do you think the big free agents will sign? You know, you got Harper, Machado, Keiko, Kimball. Where do you see those those four going? All right, so I got I got Machado. I think Machado's going to end up with the White Sox. And in turn, I think the, the Phillies are going to end up with Bryce Harper. Um, I think Phillies are going to get either one, and I think they're leaning towards... Bryce Harper. I think they could use an outfielder more than they could use Machado, although I do think Machado is a good player. Um, Craig Kimbrell, I, man, in my loss with Craig Kimbrell, I'm just going to shoot in the dark and say the Red Sox re signed him for like a one year deal. Mm-hmm. And then I think Keiko, well, he doesn't re sign with the Astros because they just got Wade Miley. So I'm going to say Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati should be going after Keiko more than anybody, and he should sign there. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty pitcher-friendly park, I think. I mean, it's bigger, but it's a lot harder to give up home runs. Yep. Um, I've got Manny to the White Sox as well, although I think him and Harper both go to whoever gives them the most money. Absolutely. So maybe the Padres do that, but they have to make that decision themselves. Yep. Um, and I think one will definitely end up with the Phillies. So so I think Harper, I think I'd agree with you on those two. Um, and then Kimbrell... I really don't see the Sox bringing him back at this point. Me either. I think it's going to be either Atlanta or Minnesota. Minnesota? Mm-hmm. Coming out of the left field here. Shoot. You know, the, the Twins, I think they can win the division even as they are right now. So you got that big closer to secure it. And I think that Rocco Baldelli in his first year will uh, make a bit of a splash. Wow. Okay. Hot, hot takes come out here. <laughs> All right, what's the next question? Next question is, who would you rather have between Manny Machado and Bryce Harper? And, you know, most most of the, I I am not a Machado fan, but I think if I'm a GM, unless my need for outfield is bigger, I'm, 
I'm signing Manny before Bryce. The hustle stuff and the dirty slides, it makes him less marketable, but I think he's going to age better. I think he's a better hitter and a better defender. And you don't, you don't like looking at Harper's stats. He hasn't had a big season in a while. He's still been great, but Machado has been more consistently great. I... I agree with you there. I'm I'm signing Machado. I think it's also the defense that I'm much more confident in, and yeah, also he's, he's less a very injury good prone. Defender. Even at shortstop, he's barely above average. Right. But he got better when he moved to the Dodgers. So yep. I saw something in him, in his positioning or something. Yep. Harper is just he's a little big for a right fielder. He's yep. not fast. And yep. Now going going into the offseason, I probably would have said Harper. I think his on base percentage is mm-hmm. very tantalizing. Yeah. Um, I think his he's sees the ball very well, and he's kind of a Joey Votto type where I think he's going to age fairly well, especially his hitting. Um, he hasn't had – he's had, like, one amazing season. And it is an amazing season. He strikes season. out a lot. He does strike out a lot. It, it was an amazing season, but it was back in 2015, if I remember correctly. Yeah, um, his MVP season. Right. So I, I, I would take Machado over him. All right, well, that is all the time we've got for this uh Thank you for listening, and hopefully we'll see you next time on Around the Diamond.